Becoming Your Best Version podcast. I am your host, Maria Leonard Olson. I am a civil litigation attorney in Washington, D.C., a mentor to women in recovery, a journalist, author, TEDx speaker, and podcaster. And I would very much appreciate it if you would go online and like my TEDx talk since it has, I believe, the capacity to help a lot of people not feel so alone. It is called Turning Life's Challenges into a Force for Good. And it also is a summary of my book, 50 After 50, Reframing the Next Chapter of Your Life, which has helped thousands of people get unstuck and elevate their lives. Because of the work that I do on uh, women empowerment and changing your life, I've come across some amazing women who have inspired me, and I think they will inspire you. So today, I am excited to introduce you to Katie Bramlett. She started a company called We Shape with the intention of advocating for women to stop focusing on the number on the scale and instead put their energy and efforts, efforts toward a more meaningful intention, such as movement, rest, and a deeper connection with self. Her entire company and product is rooted in intention, movement, community, and beliefs. Katie has a passion for bringing awareness to the toxic expectations placed on women in the fitness industry, as well as the often overshadowed yet pivotal roles women play in business and entrepreneurship. Katie's goal is to create awareness through meaningful conversation and curiosity so that women can gain the support of men rather than gaining dominance. It's all about leveling the playing field, not about overly shifting the power in the other direction, Katie says. You can learn more about her company at weshape.com and connect with her at all on all the social media listed in the show notes. Welcome, Katie. Hi, thank you for having me. So how did this get started? How did you decide to focus all your energy and to create We Shape? Well, um, it started uh, a number of, a couple years ago. Uh, my co-founder and I were running a very successful digital fitness company. So we sold various digital products in the health space. So cookbooks, diets, exercise programs that all promised body transformation and weight loss. And um, I really, we had a really great time building the company. We had a phenomenal team. We had made the Inc. 500 three times. We really were doing well. And from the outside, everything seemed great. But along the way, I just never felt proud of what we were doing. And I couldn't understand why. And looking back, I couldn't understand why, because I was a part of that system that told me that was the way to go. And it wasn't until I sort of cracked the door to curiosity and started getting curious about, is this really the way to go? Is this really the way we want to help people? Um, so it was like my brain was fighting with my body. <laughs> my brain was like, everything is good. Don't change anything. And my body was like, we don't feel good about this for some reason. So I just uh, followed that curiosity and exploration and my co-founder and I decided to shut that business down and form WeShape, where we're focusing on movement rather than calorie burn and exercises. It's like connecting with your body and learning how to move your body in a way that's meaningful for you. 
And we stopped focusing on the scale because we the data shows us diets don't work anyway. And we just really are asking people to connect with their body and set new intentions to hopefully pave a new way in wellness. Wow. Well, that sounds really, really alluring to someone like me who really zigzags on the scale. And um, I don't like dieting. I don't. But at the same time, I'm not really motivated to have a regular exercise regimen. I did earlier in life, but um, I don't know what happened to me in midlife. I just don't feel like it. Yeah. That's not good. It's not good. (laughs) So what do you do um, when you have clients or people who are users of your company and your products who say, oh, I just don't feel like doing it? Well, the first thing we do is we say, we don't judge you for that. (laughs) That's good. Uh, Yeah, we're not here to force anyone to do anything that doesn't feel right for them. You know, the real foundation of what we're trying to do is to get people to connect with themselves in a more meaningful way and let their body be the in the driver's seat of how we're making decisions for our lives, right? So much of the fitness industry is um, sort of this, this system of we know what's best, do this diet, weigh this much. Um, look this way. And all of those things are things outside of ourselves. And I like to think about that as like extrinsic motivation. Like I'm using something outside of myself to achieve a goal that somebody else says I need to have so that I, I don't know, fit in, feel loved, get validation, whatever it might be. And so what we're asking people to do is just really explore, like, is that what you really want? And um, I think my own personal journey of kind of unraveling that led me down a path that said, I actually don't really want to participate in that system anymore because it's not really bringing me home to self. It's bringing me outside of self. So I think if we can start by understanding the system that we're, that many of us subscribe to and, and really feel like given, really feel like we have permission to ask, like, do we really want that? And then if the answer is no, we kind of can start digging a little deeper. And I think that process can eventually lead to more self-acceptance, to self-kindness, to um, just the ability to look within. And I think when we come at our, you know, fitness, like our health and wellness from that angle, we're cultivating more intrinsic motivation. Like, okay, I'm actually like doing this for me. And I think that that has a more powerful impact. Now, not to be confused and not to say that going down that path means you're going to want to wake up and and exercise every single day. Mm-hmm. But what it is saying is that the deeper connection that we have, we hope that people will actually say like, oh, I actually feel like doing that because my intentions and my motivations are coming from within. And when I miss a couple days or a couple weeks, or I'm not like, like bathing in judgment and ridicule and self-criticism, I'm actually meeting myself with understanding and I'm kind of recentering myself and recoming back to that place that I know where that intrinsic motivation can come from. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I like your approach and I love um, what, what it says on your website, how it works. We want to empower you to use our product as a tool for caring for your body rather than as a tool to change it. It is our mission to meet people wherever they are on their journey toward better health. So tell us exactly what, what it means to use your product. What, what will people gain from becoming part of WeShape? Well, there's two parts of our product. Uh, we have like the core product, which is a technology-driven at-home workout application. So people wake up, they come check in, they push play. 
um, anywhere from, you know, one to however many days a week they feel like working out. And we have behind the scenes, it's really complicated. Uh, we do all body weight movements. We don't require any equipment. And essentially what we're doing is we're, we're creating workouts every day that are various movements mm -hmm. and everyone has different capabilities, different needs, different, you know, injuries, tolerances, whatever it might be. So in real time, our customers can come in, push play, and then throughout the workout, they can like interact with the product and say, Ooh, that movement felt too hard for me, scale down, or that movement felt too easy for me, scale up. So we, we've sort of established a baseline um, philosophy around what we believe the human body needs in terms of movement and exercise. Mm -hmm. And we've kind of like reset the standard for like, this is what we believe people should be doing, you know, in terms of moving their body to have something that's sustainable and keeps them out of pain and keeps their body feeling good. And then we allow the user to interact with the product to tell us what feels good for them, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's like having a really skilled personal trainer in your living room. And we can just really meet the physical needs of anyone coming from like all the way from physical therapy, all the way to professional athletes. Like the range of availability is very, very vast. Mm -hmm. And then we have sort of like um, this kind of emotional, psychological side, support side as well. So we, we release a weekly podcast as well, where we bring in guest experts who kind of talk about the myths behind diets, uh, what maybe intuitive eating looks like, or we just, we were, we're using the podcast to get curious about sort of this health and wellness industry that has maybe not served us so well over the, the number of decades it's been alive. So um, we kind of use that as an educational or resource tool. And then in our product, we also have daily community calls where we can hop on a call. Um, we have one call that's a podcast discussion group. So we can kind of talk about the guests that came on the podcast and hear each other's thoughts on that. We have a couple Q&A calls with our head coach. So if people are like, oh, I'm doing the exercise, but my shoulder is still bothering me. We have like our head coach who can answer more movement related <laughs> questions a few times a week. And then we also have just support calls where people can call in and check in on one another and say hi and offer support and just offer a place where we can connect um, I realized once we launched the product that we needed to have this support because when we're telling people unsubscribe from diets and learn to love yourself and accept yourself and focus on movement, like other people weren't doing that. And so I was like, how do we create more support so that we don't feel dragged down by the other side of this? Right, right. Well, it sounds really unique. Do you think there's anything else out there that approach that has a similar approach or not really? I mean, so far I haven't, I mean, definitely, I haven't definitely not on the movement side, right? Mm -hmm. Most exercise products are like, oh, are you beginning intermediate or advanced? And we're going to count your calories and see how much you sweat. And if you didn't have any pain, then you didn't have any gain. And we're like the opposite of that. <laughs> yeah. We're like, you're going to get a good workout, but we're going to focus on fundamental movement patterns so that if you have any movement dysfunction in your body, we can help support that so that you can have sustainable fitness. Um, I often joke, like most of us are not going to sit on an exercise bike for 30 years. Like we need a product that is rooted in uh, exercise science and biomechanics and movement, right? So we talk a lot about movement versus exercise and sort of the misconceptions around, you know, the idea of no pain, no gain. If you didn't feel like you were going to throw up or sweat or like you didn't get a good workout. So we try to bring some light to that. Um, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't really found anything that that's quite like what we're doing. Great, great way to fill a need. And, um, I like how there are different body shapes represented on your website. Like my, uh, whoosh, my daughter, 
accused me of fat shaming her, which I really don't think I did because I was focusing on um, staying healthy and including exercise in one's weeks, but uh, she viewed it differently. It's a real, you know, like minefield with young women who um, the way the media portrays the ideal body and what the reality is. So you've embraced that people just simply have different body forms, it looks like. I mean, absolutely. The idea that there's 8 billion people in the world and we are all trying to achieve one body type, which by the way, changes every decade, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, is, yeah. is really kind of silly when we dissect that and think about that for a little while. And, you know, one of the things that I just want people to understand, especially if they're joining the WeShape community, is that our program is just rooted in self-acceptance. Like, acceptance of each other, acceptance of self. Like it's just, we really are trying, like I had a woman on a call the other day because I host the podcast discussion groups. She was like, I kind of feel like I want to do a diet. And I'm like, I hear you. Like, if that's what you want to do, we are here to support that. We also have resources if you feel like I've done that and it doesn't work and I feel terrible. Like we, we have resources for that as well. So it's not really about telling people what to do. It's more about encouraging people to connect with themselves and trusting that inner knowing about what's right for their body. So really try our best to not offer advice. And I mean, if someone asks, that's, that's one thing, but like people come in and say, how many days a week should I use the product and work out? I'm like, well, what does your body need? <laughs> I know that that's, it's like, I have to remind myself that, oh, that's like a foreign concept for most of us who are raised in the culture, the health and wellness industry that we've been raised in. Um, and so it's really just helping people get encouraged to trust and listen to their body and, and learn how to kind of connect in a different way. Oh, I love that. This really seems a lot more doable and real. So thank you for that. And it must have been scary to start a whole new business. What kind of advice do you have for people who have an entrepreneurial streak, but they're afraid? You know, I'll say that in the, I'll tell you that when we had a lot of success, um, I still didn't feel right. And uh, when we are building this company now, we've taken a tremendous amount of financial risk. Mm -hmm. And I will say I've never felt more on the ground and more in myself. And so there is a feeling that your body will give you when you are on the right path. And it's just a deep inner knowing. And um, I think that the advice that I would give is to trust that inner knowing and to go along the path that you're being led to, not the path that other people tell you is the right way. Mm, I like that very much. Do you have friends or family members who have adopted your program? Yeah, we have. We, you know, sometimes I do the workouts with with my friend. And yeah, we have a number of people who use our product. Right now, our community is about 3,000 people. Um, we're still very much in startup mode, though. We need uh, many more members in order to, to create sustainability from a financial model. So we're doing a lot of self-funding and having to get investors. But we just take it one month at a time and we just trust the process. Like I I try to remind myself that when um, I want to control every little element of how this is going to pan out, like I have to remind myself, like, you're not that powerful. Right, right. <laughs> you're powerful, but you're not that powerful. So there is a certain amount of like, I'm going to show up and do what I need to do to make this happen. And also a certain amount of surrender and trust that I have to cultivate. Otherwise, I'll just probably work myself to the ground. 
Did which isn't feel, healthy either. Right, right. Did you feel like your family was supportive? I think our family is extremely supportive. Yeah. I mean, they always, they always have been. And um, I think that some of them are still learning what it means to unsubscribe to some of these toxic messages in the fitness industry. But I just continue to do the work that we're doing. And if they have questions, I'm just available to help provide resources if needed. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I am reminded of Weight Watchers, though I know this has it's has nothing to do with Weight Watchers. I mean, just in that you people form relationships, you have group calls, you have check-ins. So where did you draw your inspiration from in building this program? Um, I mean, I, I think I honestly drew the inspiration from our customers. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like just kind of hearing their stories and hearing what they felt like they needed support in. And, um, my, my co-founder, he's, he's, I like to call him, he's kind of like the movement guy. He's like the expert guy in, in movement. And so he has always been really inspired to do a more movement-based product because he has seen the need. And I think that a lot of us think that, oh, as we age, like those things won't impact me. I won't, you know, I'll be fine. And it's like, I think that once we start to be like, oh, my ankle kind of hurts or my foot's kind of, it's like the pain is real. And so he really wanted to create a, a product that was like something that was sustainable, right? Something that you could do for years without without have it's just it, we just we just grow with the customer and i think he really cultivated his inspiration from that from our customers as well because he would hear their stories like i'm in pain i'm in pain i'm in pain and so i mean ultimately our 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 biggest inspiration came from them i would say that i also cultivated inspiration from my two daughters um oh. before i had we shape i have a 5 year old and a 10 year old and before i had we shape um and I was down this other path. I was like a quote unquote health nut and I was praised for it. And I can see now how that stemmed from really toxic behaviors around control and around trying to, you know, receive external validation. And um, we, you know, at one point my daughter came to me because we weren't allowing gluten in our house. And she came to me and um, I said, oh, it looks like, you know, maybe you were sneaking something. And she said, yeah, I I told you that I was in gluten jail and you didn't want to let me out. So I had to let myself out. And I went, oh my God, like this could be disordered eating. Like I need to really take a look in the mirror as a parent and I need to really steer the ship a different direction. So they offered me a lot of, you know, as children do, if you're willing to look the mirrors in your face all day. So fortunately um, for me and for them, that particular instance, I was willing to look in the mirror and take responsibility and go a different direction. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, our kids can be teachers. Really, anyone can be a teacher if we're open to the lesson. That's that's great. <laughs> so um, are you still in California? Yeah, I'm in Santa Cruz, California. And that's kind of where our headquarters are. Our team is spread throughout the United States, but a, mo- a bulk of us are actually here. I um, spent, well, my son lives in California and I've spent time there and I was struck by how many beautiful people there are there, maybe because you simply are outside more. So I don't know what it is, but it feel it felt to me that there was a big emphasis on how you looked in California. Do you, do you get that sense or is, am I off base? Well, I live in a, I live in a very alternative town okay. <laughs> that's, that's really focused on nature. And so I would say it's like, 
that's less here for sure. Okay. So I feel grateful to not be surrounded by that type of influence on a very daily basis. Yeah. Um, but I would say in other parts of California, specifically down in the LA area or certain parts of, of the state, I would say that's definitely a heavier influence for sure. And how much movement do you think one needs per day generally to maintain health? Gosh, again, that's a really, I, I, I would say it depends on, on what their current circumstances are, right? I think we really live in a culture and have been trained by this industry to, to take blanket recommendations. And I do think that people need movement. I'm not here to say like, oh, if your body says never move, you shouldn't move. I'm not, I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. But I am saying everybody's life and everybody's circumstance is very different. So I would say if I had to give a general recommendation, everybody's body needs some type of movement every day. Now, I'm not saying that needs to be using our product every day. In fact, we advise against that because it's that you're, you need recovery. Mm -hmm. um, you do get a good workout despite the fact that we're focusing on movement, but just something, right? Walk around the block, walk with a friend. Um, you know, I think that movement does really benefit our health and specifically our emotional and psychological well-being in a really positive way. And so if we could use it as a tool, but the, the trick is to understand the intention behind why you're doing it and, and, and use it, in my opinion, as, as a tool, not as a means to meet some standard or some sort of expectation outside of yourself. It's a, I feel good when I do this. My, my head feels clear. I feel my anxiety is a little bit down. Like those are, those are inspirations that I think we should draw from. Is there a sliding scale or is it a one amount, a fee, a set fee for, for people who want the workouts? Uh, it's $39 a month. Okay. So we have set the price point in terms of what we we feel is like mostly affordable for most people. Uh, again, we, we have pretty extensive technology and programming behind the scenes. It's really expensive to run the company. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, we feel like we're also offering so many other ways to connect with members and meet with coaches. So that's the price that we've settled on at this point in terms of what we feel is fair given the cost to run the company. And the, the workouts, are they a combination of yoga, traditional calisthenics, um, stretching? How would you characterize the workouts? Or are they so individual that you can't even characterize that? Um, no, I would say that everyone's like, if, if at, we all logged in today and did today's workout, we're all doing the same workout. Like it might oh. be a variation of like sit-ups and, uh, you know, uh, burpees and squats, but like everyone's combination of what that movement looks like. Like, like I'll actually use push-ups as an example. Someone might be doing push-ups on the ground on their, with their knees bent, or someone might be doing push-ups against the wall, right? Like we're all doing the push-up, but the variation is, is, is vastly different. Um, and so we usually start every, uh, every session with a breathing exercise so that people can learn how to do a particular type of breathing that engages their core properly so they can protect their back and gain uh, more core stability because we don't want people to get injured. So we kind of go through like a little bit of a, okay, we're going to start with our breathing exercises and then we go into some mobility and then we go into like today's workout, which will just be a combination of, you know, it could, like I said, be, you know, burpees with push-ups and but again not to intimidate anybody because our our easiest variation you know most people can do I like that and one thing I really love about your website is that you and your program is you have something called a feel-good score how wonderful is that 
I've never heard of that in an association with working out. Yeah, I when we were developing that, I really wanted to be mindful of like praising people for doing the most workouts. I'm like, why should why should we be focused on the quantity? We should be focused on how we're connecting with ourselves. So every month we offer a survey that's looking at like, how's your self-confidence this month? How's your sleep this month, right? That impacts our ability to feel good. Um, how's your pain level this month? So we're looking at various things that we believe contribute to feeling good. And we're just checking in with our customers to say, how are you feeling? And then we have your feel good score on your homepage. So when you are you know, checking in or doing a workout or doing a call, you can be reminded, oh, last month, my sleep was really bad. I, I, I wasn't sleeping great. And so this month, I'm going to be more mindful about maybe no screens before bed or trying to get to bed a little early or um, you know, so it's just a way for us to kind of have our customers check in with themselves and see like what actually contributes to you feeling good. It's it's yeah. not necessarily the scale or how many I workouts you did. I love that. I think that's really missing in a lot of exercise programs. So I applaud that for sure. I feel like this should be uh, your brochure should be given to everyone who is in physical therapy or coming out of an illness or an injury. Like it really is adaptable and maybe start spreading um, your brochure at nursing homes, at rehabilitation centers, at especially, um, well, I am a woman in long-term recovery from alcohol, alcoholism. I think rehab should get, should have this. Yeah. Yeah. um, One of our projects this quarter is for me to, you know, do a test pilot with a physical therapy company that will be saying, oh, upon discharge, if you're looking for some sort of movement program that can aid in your continued recovery, you can check out V-Shape. And then um, I have interviewed a number of eating disorder specialists who have really highly suggested that I connect with eating disorder clinics because most um, eating disorder uh, specialists, when they're discharging a client, they know that movement is important for our physical and mental well-being, but they can't really make a safe recommendation because so many of the workout programs are focused on how many calories did you burn and how many did you how many you know exercises did you do this week and when they're focused on those things, someone recovering from an eating disorder can be triggered. And so our product doesn't focus on any of those things. So a number of eating disorder specialists have have said, you need to get to the the eating disorder community because there's nothing we can recommend. I agree with that. Wow. You really have a lot of upscaling that can be happening soon. I think this is a wonderful program. I'm so glad that our paths have crossed But I would like to ask you the one question I ask of all of our guests, which is, what do you do, Katie, to become your best version? So um, a lot of the work that I do in my own life stems from me having a very loud inner critic. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of the work that I do is to cultivate Mm self-kindness. And um, I think that when we can offer ourselves that, it's just it's, it's just such a gentler process when we're becoming the better version of ourselves. It's sort of like shame and guilt and criticism to push us to that space versus, you know, kindness and grace and self-compassion. I just feel like it can go so much further and can offer such a better experience in that process. How did you get to the self-awareness of this, of that you had to work on this? Did something big happen to you or... It's just wisdom with life experiences. 
I think that I just got sick of being critical of myself. And I just realized that like doing something the same way and expecting something to change was not going to happen. So it was just like, okay, well, I know that this is a part of me. And I know that it kind of prevents me from feeling like I can move forward in some ways, or it slows that down because it's harder to move forward in growth when you're full of judgment and guilt and criticism versus, you know, like I said, kindness and grace and compassion. And I thought, what is the easier path? Like you're a person who always wants to kind of move forward and grow. So like, which path are you going to take? And I just, I don't know. I just kind of, I think I got sick of being critical of myself. And, and again, I'm, I, I haven't conquered that, but I do, I do believe when I can cultivate sort of that opposite of like more of that self-kindness, I do feel like a lot more ease in that journey. Well, that's beautiful. I love that. And we all need that reminder because that inner critic can be really loud. I talk back to mine and say, nope, you're not welcome here right now. (laughs) So I I thank you. And please go to weshape.com and Go to the show notes, connect with Katie for her very important and healthy work that she's just spreading light in so many communities. I'm so happy that that you had time to be on the show. Thank you, Katie. Thank you. Can I give your listeners a special link for a two-week free oh, trial? Absolutely. Yeah. How wonderful. Yes. Yeah. They can go to weshape.com forward slash your best version, and they can get a two-week free trial for WeShape. Ah, wow. Thank you. Yeah. We hope to see some, some people there. Okay, great. Um, thank you again. Go, go to WeShape, look at the show notes to get that two week free trial. Thank you. Thank you so much. 